whether you're watching, listening or reading this, welcome back to the Run For No Vlog, where we're on a mission to raise £1 million for children's charities by run vlogging on consecutive days the distance of one lap around the world. It is a staggering 40,075 kilometres. It's going to take somewhere in the region of 11 years to accomplish, so plenty of time to raise the money. I'm going to commit to vlogging whilst running at least five kilometres every day, and I'll even do it barefoot style. So those regulars will know that I vlog about my passions, which are all things entrepreneurship and running, and most importantly, how these topics link together to help people overcome the emotions of stress, overwhelm and anxiety by using exercise as a release mechanism. And it is a very windy day today, about 20 mile an hour gusts, so it's, uh, hopefully you can still hear me okay. And it's a Sunday run day today where we talk about all things running. And today's topic is the best places to carry your key whilst running. So please give this challenge some support by subscribing and sharing the content and giving it a like as well. And let's get started. So, the best places to carry your key whilst running. Well, uh, we've all been there and done it where we run and then you forget that you've got valuables and things that you need to carry along with you. And uh, it's frustrating because you're hunting around to find a solution to carrying something securely and not losing it, which would be absolutely disastrous. So, there are lots of options available here, but some of these are hopefully quite intuitive ideas that can kind of help you get yourself unstuck out of a sticky situation where you have to carry valuables and the last thing you want to do is hold them in your hands. So um, first, my number one recommendation is run with as little as feasibly possible. So carrying stuff, you know, having to you know, carry stuff on your person or, or hold, it's just a nightmare when running because what people don't realise with running is it's such a, a rhythmic sport. It's repetition of the same motion over and over again. Uh, just going past somebody, just wait a second. All right, guys. And the, um, the issue people don't realise when you're, when you're running a repetition sport like this is um, any weight variance on one side of the other is actually a, uh, an injury a potential injury, injury hindrance. And the reason I say that is that it may sound so trivial, even a, a key that weighs, weighs next to nothing. The impact of that weight being more on one side of your body than the other is going to, over the course of time, compound to ensure that that side of the body is comp compensating for more weight than the other. So you ultimately have one side stronger than the other. And when that happens, the weaker side is prone to injury. So it sounds really silly, but believe you me, it's serious stuff. I mean, I run with this uh, action camera. You only see, you probably can't see it whilst the, uh, when the editing, when the editing is in, is in place. But um, what you don't see is that when I'm not recording, I hold it in the other hand, and then I'm constantly switching the, the weight so that one side isn't getting overcompensated than the other. So first thing I'd say is that my recommended suggestion is don't carry a key. Okay, so find another way of doing it. And you know, I, you can have key boxes at home, 
so that when you go out you can always get back in without the need for a key you can get these uh, key locks etc that, that you can put on your, your, your even your car door handle so there's lots of different opportunities where you can safely store your key where you can come back and get it without the need to carry it on your person so that would be my recommendation if you are going to carry anything always think about weight distribution and how it can be equally distributed throughout your body so when you run generally speaking the center of gravity is down the middle okay straight down the middle so anything on either side of that line is going to cause a distribution issue with your weight okay so the first rule is wherever possible if you can find somewhere to store it in line centrally with your body means that the weight will be evenly distributed which is really really key okay so um that's the first thing i would consider when trying to hold your key and if we go from the top to the bottom there's loads of different crazy places you can store a key and uh, running a tire now has become running a power has become so much more advanced and well geared to cater for these exact issues nowadays which is amazing but the first thing is if you run with a headband and it's, it's relatively tight you could put a key in your headband i i've done it before and i wouldn't put it directly on your head because it causes discomfort but if you have a bandana that you're flipping over multiple times you can wrap the key in that and put it at the back of your head centrally so the weight is evenly distributed through your body that's one way to do it um, lots of uh, different running apparel now especially ladies especially with, with uh, sports bras etc often have pockets behind the neck okay so you can slop your key or your phone or your or whatever valuable you need to take in that pocket and again centrally you get these kind of running harnesses now where you can store things at your chest space again it's it's, 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 it's uh, symmetrical and central to your weight distribution so again weight is dispersed evenly and you can even get these uh these harnesses that flip open so you can actually see your smartphone or see see stuff in there without having to take it out of wherever you're carrying it the next one down is some form of uh, running belt i use a flip belt when i'm certainly when i'm running marathons etc pure and simply it's uh it's the best piece of equipment when you're taking lots of gels so you don't get too much motion with a flip belt whereas when you carry quite a lot of any gels, gels etc you can get a lot of motion in the, the actual harness which is uh, quite disruptive to, as a runner so uh, a flip belt or, so, or some kind of waist belt like a, a bum bag or you know that type of setup is often a great way to carry your valuables but do make sure you find one that's not going boom 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 and shaking about when you run because uh, you'd be amazed but that motion on your belly as well can make you need the toilet which is really really irritating when you're running so you want to try and find one that doesn't move if you're going for a, a kind of waist harness um, tool to carry your running attire the next one is is most running shorts now will have a secret pocket I, either in, inside the hem of the um, of the running shorts uh, some have a, a little zipped pocket around the back just above your, your backside and some of them have it kind of internally as an internal pocket just inside the front of the of the of your short again really really good to um try and keep it central as possible so the weight is distributed evenly but worst case if you've got uh, running shorts with with tie fasteners you can thread the tie fastener through your key and tie it internally so it's nicely secured centrally 
in your um, in your short. So again, that's another way. You also get a lot of compression shorts that have kind of slip pockets that you can slide things into. But again, try and avoid the ones that are down either side. You always want to try and remain central so the weight is distributed nice and evenly as possible. If you're, for example, carrying two things like a set of keys and a phone, then having one on either side can help distribute the weight more evenly. But what you're trying to ultimately avoid is overriding weight on one side of your body, okay? Really important. So further down, you get the old tuck it into your compression sock. That's another one that a lot of people will kind of use, but again, it's one side or the other, but it's quite low to the ground, so the weight distribution isn't at the top of your, at your top, if you had something on the right or left-hand side, at the higher up your body, the weight distribution is, is greater due to the impact of gravity, but if it's right close to the ground, you can normally hide it quite nicely in a sock or on the shoe. So in your sock is another option. The other one is on your shoe. So people tuck them into their shoes. I would strongly advise against doing that because you'll get blisters and soreness as you're, as you're getting friction from something being in there. But a good one is it's on your laces of your shoe. So you can either tuck it into your laces and tie it in, or you can thread the, the lace through the keyhole on the key and then it will sit and be quite fastened on the top of your shoe. That's another good place. But again, with that, you just want to make sure it's secured far tightly. You don't want it jingling and jangling about, causing you something else to think about whilst you're running. Even something as subtle as a key hitting the top of your foot whilst you run will, uh, will kind of disrupt you to a degree. So you will be mindful of that. Um, so that's pretty much it in terms of all the different places you can take a key or hide it in your person when you're running. But I think if we're gonna summarize this episode, my advice would be don't take it unless you absolutely have to, would be number one. And there are different facilities you can use like a, a key box at your house or you can get these kind of key locks which uh, you can attach to your car for the use of uh, you know putting a key or valuable in there whilst you run. But again, you have to need to be conscious of security in case they're easily removed. So uh, just be mindful of that. But yeah, rule number one is don't take it if you can avoid it. Rule number two is try and ensure that it's centrally distributed on your person if you're carrying it with you. So you don't want it on one side or the other because even the weight of a simple key over the course of time will create a, a variance of weight, which means one of your one side of your body will be stronger than the other. Now, okay, key is really light. It's going to be more noticeable if something like a smart device, but you'd be surprised the compounding effect of something as light as a key on one side of your body. So just be mindful of that as well. So centrally distributed along your body. If you can get it lower to the ground, all the better, because the higher up you are almost acting as a pivot. So the weight distribution feels heavier than it would if it was lower down. So bear that in mind as well. And uh, yeah, and hopefully I'll give you lots of different ideas of where you can store your key whilst running. Do look into different running brands. The best running brands are the ones that are geared towards running apparel will always cater for this type of thing. If you just go for standardized shorts or cheaper uh, running attire, then they may not have catered for these little in inconveniences that we all experience as runners, but it can be so important. So 
So that would be my advice, is have a look at the better brands, because they'll normally cater for these things. You probably have got running gear, you may not even notice the secret pocket of some kind, because it is something that so many people have to deal with on their day-to-day -day runs. So I hope that's useful. As always, if you've got any questions on this stuff, drop me a comment. I'll respond to everyone. If it's a bigger topic, I'll do a separate vlog episode and tag you in. Do check the links in my bios to keep up to date with how the challenge is going. You can access all my content there as well. But most importantly, find out how we're getting along on the journey, the donations, how much money we've raised for children's charities, and how much distance we've covered. Uh, the more support, the better. And uh, all that's left to say is that the content I talk about, uh, entrepreneurship and running, has always been about how it's linked to helping people overcome the emotions of stress, overwhelm and anxiety by using exercise as a release mechanism. And we all experience the daily pressures, weekly pressures in the form of stress, okay? And it's having that process in our lives that allows us to process what's going on, gain clarity, refocus, clear your head and move on. If we don't have that process in our lives, and I use kind of run vlogging to do that, it could be running, it could be exercise, it could be reading, yoga. There's loads of different ways people can, ha can kind of have this release mechanism. But if you don't have it in place, you'll feel that there'll be so many things that are adding to the daily, weekly stresses in your life. And before you know it, you'll start feeling more and more overwhelmed as each day goes by. And the only analogy I can give you is like pressure that builds up in a pipe. When you kind of get to overwhelm, you've got so many things going on, you don't know kind of where to start. And as a result, you almost have a, you freeze, procrastinate, have a seizure. And then before you know it, you very quickly slip into kind of panic and anxiety, which is where you're flirting with the edges of mental health issues, which clearly we want to avoid. Now, um, there's no coincidence that, you know, I've been there and I've made so much more progress in the last 12 months in my life than I have done in the previous four to five years, which is which is coincides with the dates that I've been doing this running vlog. Okay, I've made more progress in all facets of my life, which shows that this stuff really works. And back to the kind of pipe analogy, if you don't get this stuff right, the pipe eventually bursts. And in that instance, you have a mental health breakdown, which is clearly what we want to avoid. And I have been there, and I've lost businesses because of this, I've lost business partners because of this, and I've almost been bankrupt because of these exact reasons. And believe you me, it's a horribly, horribly dark place that I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy, okay? And my, my, my offer to you and my pledge to you is that since I've managed to find this release mechanism, I've made so much progress in my life, that if you are someone who's struggling with this stuff, drop me a message, okay? There's no catch here, okay? Rampreneur is not for profit, so there's no sale ever involved. It's completely free. The advice, hopefully, is completely free, and the value I give is hopefully useful to you. There's no catch. Yes, we raise money for children's charities, but donations are always optional, and they're never ever used as a sales ploy or anything like that. So your help is available, it's completely free. Okay, I won't be asking you for donations, but we'll jump on a call. I'll give you a quick step-by-step -step guide on how we can get you back on the right path. And I'm well-versed in this, because I've helped hundreds of people over the years deal with these exact issues. So help is there. It's often free if you're prepared to ask for it. And uh, it's often easier asking a stranger than nearest and dearest. So take me up if that's somebody who needs this support. It is there and it is available. So that's it for me today. As always, check out my links in my bios where you can keep up to date with the challenge. You can watch, listen or read my content. 
and most importantly you can find out how you can support the challenge if you can't support financially even subscribing and sharing the content goes a long long way to get in front of more people who can hopefully help in some capacity as we genuinely will make life-changing differences to children that need it the most so that's it as always stay positive stay happy and i will see you tomorrow